are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. March 20th, 2019, another day in the life of Texan podcast. This is John, some sports guy Hickman, into the right of me, as always. Is the other half of a really good podcast podcast show Cody Davis guys if you don't know what's been going on with the Texans first of all welcome back listening and lending your ear for another day Uh, if you do not know what has been going on with the Texans AJ McCarron has signed a one-year deal uh, worth three million the Texans are still trying to work out Kings Cody with Donald Penn to bring him in I think at his age at his size and considering his history with his injury The Texans are the most logical pick for him right now to choose to try to prove that he can still play football. Um, They also worked out Jake Fisher, a second-round pick a few years ago. Uh, He's a guy who's bounced around position-wise, left tackle, right tackle, even got some tight end uh, in as well. So he came in and worked out for the Texans. He's a Swiss Army knife, Jake Fisher, but he's not a – Durable or worthy Swiss Army knife. You know some guys that they can do everything, but there's no point to you do everything because nothing is really getting done. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Jake Fisher. So uh, that is Texan news. If you guys have not heard or been catching up on the latest with free agency, but I know we talked about free agency a lot, Cody. What we wanted to dive in this show, guys, uh, everybody that's listening listening is the draft 2019 draft takes place kicks off next month on the 25th um i think it's in chicago this year i need to see where it's at i don't know if it's in chicago yeah i believe you're right it's in chicago in chicago um Mm -hmm. so that's what's going on the texans have the 23rd pick uh what we will do is go ahead let's take a break you know and come back and let's just dive right in with the 2019 first round draft pick possibilities all of that and more on the other side of the break welcome back everybody thank you guys for lending your ears on this wednesday it'll drop tomorrow the 21st march 21st um a lot is going on around the nfl cody but not that much is happening for the texans real slow period uh real dead period right now people are making free agent signings that or sexy. The, the the Texans are not making any sexy free agent signings. It's it's guys. I did like the AJ McCarron. He's a guy who uh led the Bengals to the playoffs when AJ uh Andy Dalton rather got hurt. Almost won a playoff game as if it wasn't for two silly boneheaded mistakes. Um other than that, uh we we've talked about some of the signings. Some were really good, some were just head scratchers for me, but I guarantee you one thing, the Texans really, really, really need to hit it on this draft, in this draft rather, which is next month on the 25th, because we have a franchise quarterback, Cody, Mm -hmm. but right now it doesn't seem like you really care about him and his body. I wouldn't necessarily say that. I mean, getting the offensive line is, it's a hit or miss, really. Uh, no, but there were signings like Trent Brown. I, I thought he should have at least been scouted 
and, and brought in by the Texans. Um, it's just what they're doing right now with the amount of money that the Texans have in cap space, especially when they started off the offseason, uh, the free agent period. I thought there were some moves that could have been made that would have been a little bit more impactful immediately. Uh, so um, I, I, maybe what we're looking at right now is an organization uh, with a, a new GM. This is his second year, so he's still fairly new. Uh, a new owner, rest in peace, Bob McNair. Um, they're st- still trying to figure out things and don't want to overspend. The Texans are an organization that is notoriously known for not really taking risk and chances. Uh, i.e. they drafted Kevin Johnson over Marcus Peters a few years ago, and we saw how that ended out. So I want to talk about projected draftees, players the Texans can draft that make sense at that 23rd pick. I know yesterday uh, we talked about it, and I even you know spoke to a couple listeners on, on the social media about what should they do at the 23rd pick. Should they trade their pick? Should they... Should they look to move up to get the guy that they want? And I'm go- I will address that a little bit further. More I had time to go back into the lab, do research. But first off, Cody, I want to I let you go. At the 23rd pick, a serious look. Who should the Texans go after? Kyler Murray. No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Man, but, um, but for real, though, I think the Texans, because the offensive line is so weak, I really do think they should look at drafting a couple – couple guys in the in the um draft for the offensive line so um my first choice and I really do think this is a good pickup for the Texans will be Cody Cody Ford from you Oklahoma that because his name is Cody no I'm not saying that first of all he's C-O-D-Y I'm C-O-T-Y so that's two different two different um names okay yeah oh yeah yeah just just like I always say Cody with a T so people can get it right. But anyways, I think the Texans should draft Cody Ford. I mean, he's a – of course, he's he's a young guy. I really do think that he has the potential to change our line. According to CBS Sports, when I was reading the um, his draft review, his draft review stop, um, they say he can – he he's one of the few players in this draft who can come in and be an instant starter. And that's what the Texans need, especially for that offensive line because, I mean, John – you have said it in the past, and fans, I know you guys have seen it as well. Our offensive line is so weak, and if we can get at least one or two people who can, like, get a jump start on it, Texans will be a dangerous team. So I think Cody Ford out of Oklahoma should be the way to go. I mean, he's 6'4", 329 pounds. Powerful. Um, and, and, he's, and he's, from what I've read off of his, um, off of his draft stock, he's pretty quick for his size. So um, I think the Texans should um, look into drafting Ford. Ford is not actually, you know, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be mad at that pick simply because at the 23rd spot, Cody, you're in a, you're in a, in La La Land. You can draft somebody that can make your team um, improve your team, but a team like the Texans, the 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 guy or the two guys that you would want may be off the board by then. Um, but if if I had it my way, Cody, I have a couple guys to look at. Now we're gonna break this down into two segments. Uh the first guy everybody knows should be looked at. If he is not off the board, Andre Dillard. That guy is a pure stud, 6'5, 
315, two-time All-First, sorry, first-team All-Big 12, can move. He can really move. He can really get out there in space. He has. He's really quick, has great feet. And, guys, listeners, please hear me out when I say this. And I'm sure you guys have already done your homework, just like we've, we've done our homework. It's just right now the Texans are in a bad spot, but this is what makes this guy so good, Cody. In 722 pass block attempts, he's only given up one sack last season. Damn. One sack. One sack and 722 pass blocking attempts, and you bring him to a team like the Texans who gave up 62 sacks. So that is a guy. There is a name that should be thrown out. The problem with that is you're at 23. And I do have some more logical picks at 23 that we're going to discuss in the other side of the break. But if you really want this guy, Texans, and if, hear me out, if you feel confident that he can be the guy for the next five to eight to 10 years, depending on if he stays with the team or not, that can protect your franchise quarterback that you, ironically enough, so traded up to get two years ago, guess what you have to go do now? Trade up to go get him. At first, I was on the fence about that. I thought to myself, well, maybe you can get another guy in that spot. But at 23, the other guy that I believe would be a really great fit for the Texans, he may be going as well. Andre Dillard is a stud. Can really move. Had a, a, ran a 4.97. Uh, great feet. Good on the shuttle. He's a guy that can impactfully change the roster and the makeup of that offensive line right now. And who would the Texans trade up for to go get? Well, we know you have the 23rd pick. We also know you have two second-round picks. We also know that that the Giants just traded Odell and got an additional first-round pick at 17. If you truly believe that Andre Dillard is your guy for the future, you Make that trade. You trade your 23rd, and you also give them a, another second-round draft pick. I don't trade both of them. I definitely give up one. You give up two picks to get that 17, and you go get your man. Because if you continue to lack and fail to protect Deshaun Watson, then those 10 to 15 years you project that he plays with you, that go down drastically. So, Andre Dillard. I like that. I like that, John. I really, really do. So, um... You want to take a break and get into the rest of it? Let's take a break. Let's. I want to analyze guys that could possibly be there or that makes sense for the Texans at the 23rd draft pick uh, in the upcoming draft. All of that and more. This is the Locked On Texan Podcast, only on Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back to the other side of the break on Locked On Texans Podcast, only on Locked On Podcast Network. You can also find us at uh, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Megaphone. So go check us out, subscribe, give us some support, leave us feedback. And if you want to talk about something personally, you can also find us on Twitter at Locked On Podcast and Facebook at Locked On Podcast Texans as well. Cody, 23rd pick in the draft next month. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's a. if you look at the 20s in the draft for a team like the Texans, which a lot of teams, that's – you're in the midway part of the draft. You, you you have players that you can draft and improve your team, or maybe you can trade your pick and do some things later on in the other parts of the draft. It's kind of like the once you get out of the lottery, 
especially at that 23rd, 22, 20- You're out of the lot- lottery now. All of the players that your team would hope to get, you don't have it because you're not in the lottery. And you're, you want to make some improvement with the draft. So at the 23rd pick for the Texans, I have some logical picks. If you don't want to trade, like I said, for uh, Andre Dillard, if you want to stay at 23 because the Texans are super conservative, we know that. Outside of Deshaun Watson, which is a, a steal when they traded up a couple years ago. That was shocking. That by was the very way. shocking. I that did not shocking. see that I coming. I remember I was at the a draft <laughs> party in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, we're out, we're having a good time, and I'm with a bunch of Texan fans. We're watching the draft at this draft party, and I see a team has proposed to trade up to get Patrick Mahomes. And I thought. The Texans would never do that. <laughs> that's not their thing. But then I see breaking news, red line at the bottom. The Texans just trade up, and they would draft Deshaun Watson. <laughs> and at that draft party in Atlanta, mind you, the draft party went crazy. I can only imagine. The draft party went crazy. I, I actually didn't watch the draft because I don't never watch the NFL draft. I really don't watch the draft, period. I love the draft. Because you're so boring. You're just sitting there watching this person name getting called. Oh. Nine times out of ten, you know who the first five to ten players are going to be. So no, what's the point? the draft because when the draft is over, especially in that first round, you can go immediately start doing research to criticize your team or not. Maybe you can praise them or criticize them. But at the 23rd pick with the Texans, there are a couple names that may be there. Uh, one guy who I really like, Cody, I really like this guy. And he may be off the board, but with the rising of Andre Dillard right now, his stock is tremendously rising. Maybe Jawan Taylor from Florida Falls to the Texans. And I'm strictly looking at offensive linemen. And he's an offensive tackle. He plays right tackle. He went to Florida. This guy is a stud as well. Only allowed one sack and 364 pass blocking attempts. Now, mind you, the Florida Gators are a run-heavy offense. But only one sack and 364 pass blocking attempts. He started 35 out of 37 games. You know why that's important to me, Cody? He's durable. You only missed two games in three seasons. You've been there before. You're starting. You know how to act. On top of that, he's very strong. Super, he had 25 best press reps. He has a great first step, and he has good feet. When you look at tackles, those are the intangibles that you look at. You look at their first step to see how quickly they can get off that ball when the ball goes hut. And how is that, that, that those good feet? Because you in that division, you're going to go up against a Jabal Sheard. Uh, you're going to go up against the Tennessee Titans and that defensive line. Oh, and, and don't forget about Saxonville. So you're going to go up against guys in that division and even outside of the division in the AFC period that can really cause damage and, and, and cause hell for the opposing quarterback. He has good feet. If you try to do a double move, he has good feet enough to get there. I like Jawan Taylor. Another guy, Cody, who I really like. Now, this guy is a guard, but I had to watch him play football for the last couple seasons at K-State. Dalton Reisner. He's a big guy, big fella, very strong, 6'5", 312, got the perfect weight for him. On his body, good feet. But the one thing I like about him 
if you are in his way, he will get you the hell out of the way. <laughs> Big guy, he's at guard. He has a potential to maybe move to a tackle position. I think at 6'5", it's possible, but you always want to utilize everything you possibly can out of a guy that's been at that position for multiple years. He's been a guard. If you draft him, if you feel like he's a guy that can come in and pack your offensive line immediately without making a trade, you go get him. If you don't want to make a trade, if you want to stay at 23rd, and if you want to keep those two second-round picks, you don't want to trade up, and if he's available for you and your first two options are not there, then you go get this guy, Cody. And I, I watched him. He's a guy that can move mountains with his power. I'm telling you. Mm, I like that, man. You made some good points. But me personally, with that 23rd pick, I feel like if they don't go the offensive line way, I kind of think it's time for them to start looking at a new running back. We touched on this before in the past. Lamar, Middle, Lamar Miller has been pretty decent throughout his time in Houston, but I'm starting to think that it's time to go another way. What do you think about that? I definitely agree. Um, every year, his numbers have declined. Now, mind you, that has a, a, a big reason for that is because the offensive line play has declined every year he's been here. So, you know, we don't want to hold him to, you know, put that much against him when it comes to his um, decline in numbers in rushing. But he's also older now. And we know how running backs get when they get over that that age. I definitely can see that. My only issue with getting a running back in the first round is getting a running back in the first round for the Texans. Mm -hmm. Me personally, I don't think it makes sense because you're going to bring him into a situation that Lamar Miller is in. Yeah, you're right, man. But this guy, I really feel, is talented. And to me, he's the best running back in this draft class. And I would like for them to go with Josh Jacob from Alabama. Like that guy. This guy, maybe, who knows, maybe we, maybe the Texans can use Miller as trade bait and trade for a couple pieces to improve our line. Well, I don't think, if you look at where Miller is at his age right now, nobody's going to trade a high enough pick to, I believe, to come in and immediately affect your line. Uh, Josh Jacobs is a guy that throughout the season at Bama, if you guys haven't watched him, go do some tape. The boy can ball. The kid is nice. The thing is, Alabama had a running back by committee. So you Mm -hmm. didn't see him featured as much. He may be a guy. We talked about draft mistakes for the Texans yesterday. He may be a guy that if you bring in a quote-unquote Reggie Bush, that that can open up so much for your quarterback because you have a dangerous threat out the backfield. Oh, and by the way, he's young. I just think that is too much to risk. You go with the you go with an offensive lineman, and preferably you go with a tackle. If your tackle is not there, then you would go with a guard like a Dalton Reisner. Uh, can, I do have a, a, a iffy pick. He's a guy that I think can go either way. Greg Little at Ole Miss. In the SEC, we know what they're known for. They're gonna punch you in the mouth. They are gonna hurt you. They're gonna. They, they're tough. They're big guys. Greg Little's no different. Greg Little started all games in three years. You know what that shows me again, Cody? Durability. He can be there. You know what the Texans have lacked? Durability. Guys that are not there. He was a freshman All-American, All-SEC sophomore and junior year. He has great strength, and he also has decent, decent feet. 
Here's where the iffy comes in. He's a guy. And if you watch him, you, you see this for yourself, guys. He is a guy that has been not necessarily known. He's not a quitter, but he is a guy that has quit on plays. When you watch some film, especially against LSU, the LSU game, you wanted more. He gave you a decent performance, but at that size, at, at, the, at the power that he has, there were some plays where you, you, you got beat and didn't try to make up for it. That's not good. Because you have a quarterback, if he is a guy that the Texans believe can help immediately, the 23rd pick right now is all about who can help immediately. If I stay at 23rd, at the 23rd pick, and if I feel like this guy can help us immediately, then I'll stay. But if not, then I'll trade up for it. So if you're at the 23rd, when this guy comes up, do you believe, Texan fans and listeners, that this guy can really make that difference? I think Greg Little is in a position where he maybe he can, maybe he cannot. I think he's a guy like Eric Flowers for the New York Giants a few years ago. You're going to see flashes, and you hope and lean on that, but sometimes those flashes are not enough. Guys, before we get out of here, of course, last segment so far, time to listen to some listeners. You ready, Cody? <laughs> oh, yeah, without a doubt, man. When we come back, we're going to have fun listening to the listeners. All of that and more on the Locked On Texans podcast. Locked On Texans podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, all of that and more. Welcome back, listeners. It's time to listen to you. I like this theme. <laughs> Listening to the listeners. Uh, first and foremost, let's hop right into it. Jason Claywell on Twitter. This guy, he's back again, the black and white with the beard and the Indiana in the background. He has a uh, Texans header for his hair. So now... The profile picture isn't enough. No, we gotta get more. So now you're looking into next. You gonna now you're looking into that header. Now next, you are gonna ask bio. for a social security number. Well, I'm looking at the bio, bank account. What what else, John? What else? Jay Claywell, Texans are my team, and I'm a father of three loving children. You're a guy I can like, Jason. Let's get a beer sometime. How about that? But he did say to my post, if you guys may be surprised at who I think the Texans should draft with their pick, check out Jawan Taylor. Good strength, feet work, and good hands. I think he'll be there at 23. I honestly think he will be there at 23 because I think Jonah Williams from Bama will be gone, guys. And I think Dillard, uh, his Andre Dillard stock has been rising. Jason Claywell goes, ain't no way he'll be there. Him and Dillard will be gone. There's a big want for tackles because there's only a couple true tackles in the draft. Exclamation point. Didn't have to yell at me, Jason. Dillard, I like Dillard. He says he likes Dillard. Watch Texan moves up for him. He's worth it. Jason, I'm not, I'm not dis- discrediting you at all. I think that would be smart. If you really want that guy, if you believe he's going to be the best guy to partner with your franchise quarterback, then you should call New York. You should call any other. <laughs> maybe you you should call Oakland. Oakland has three first round draft picks. They can give up one. Cody. So I like that. You know. Um, and he also said, "I love my Texans. I just want them to help out Watson. They just don't like to trade up in a draft too often." Didn't we say that? Yeah, we the just talked about it, that, Jason. This year, Man, I was, I'm, I'm gonna go follow Jason. He I'm makes some good. Jason. Yeah, I'm gonna follow you, Jason. Follow Jason Claywell. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, this year, we'll see how Gain and OB draft. We really don't know how they draft together. 
I'd say stay at 23 if Taylor and Dillard are gone. That's my thing. If both of those guys are gone, then you do have the likes of Greg Little. You do have the likes of uh, Dalton Reisner. I like Reisner at the guard, guard position. Maybe you can experiment with him in the preseason, see how well he does at tackle, or maybe you leave him at guard. Uh, but we know the Texans are in dire need of a tackle. Max Friedman, let's look on his uh He looks familiar. He's a he has a bit emoji with a Texans cap. I think I, we follow each other already. He's a he's a founder of Texans journalist. So mm. I'm sure he knows what he's talking about. Love Jawan Taylor OT one for me as long as a team that's drafted him is comfortable with him at right tackle. He is a right tackle. Seems like he'll be going within the first two dra- uh, tackle selections, though. That's the thing. We know we, we've talked about it. If he's there, I think when you look at Jonah, Jonah Williams out of, out of Bama, that guy can play, man. And he's a Nick Saban product, and you always kind of want to roll with that, uh, especially when you look at guys that are not quarterbacks for Bama. That was slight shade. Uh, and I think Dillard would be gone as well. I, how I'm looking at the projections right now, I think that Taylor would slide down to the third tackle taken. Right now, I saw a mark draft that has uh, Jonah going at 17 to the Vikings. Mm-hmm. The Vikings also need an offensive tackle. So hopefully they make a mistake and draft the guy that's not Jawan Taylor or Andre Dillard, even though I think Dillard would be gone as well. Uh, we're going 0-16, sad face, at Bentley Coop. <laughs> uh, he, his emoji is a dog with a hat on on fire, and the dog is saying, this is fine. He's a Giant fan. His bio says, Giant, Giants game run my blood pressure up. Still patiently waiting for somebody to tell Kanye that Omar Epps is not in too deep. It is in too deep. He believes... Uh, Taylor and Dillard may be gone off the board. The Texans should have been more aggressive in the free agent for their tackle. I definitely agree with that, Cody. I mean, yeah, I do too. It's that's, that's that common was a, sense. That was a pretty solid. That that was good. Yeah, I mean they they, they completely failed to get their guy. They're still working out the kinks with Donald Penn. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that go. I personally don't believe they should even look Jason Fish Jake Fisher's way. It doesn't make any sense to me. Even if you need a body, even if you want a guy that's played multiple positions, he's a guy that shows you the Swiss Army knife that you may consider him is pretty dull. It's rusted. Mm-hmm. Can't cut nothing with it. Not worth it. So um, that's my take on Fisher. I definitely still think Penn will end up a Houston Texan before it's all said and done. Hey, man, before we get out of here, Cody, is there anything you want to leave the listeners with? Thank you guys for your comments and concerns, feedback and everything. The Facebook page is having a little issue, so we couldn't get the Facebook input. listeners? We couldn't get them, yeah, but it was basically the same thing. What do, what are you going to do with the third, 23rd pick? And a lot of guys on the Facebook page definitely want Dillard. Hmm. They want to trade up for him. Dillard is a stud, man. Cody, I'm telling you, if the Texans can somehow either trade up because I don't think he's going to slip to 23, then they got one. That's perfect. Um, Thank you guys for listening. And, John, is there anything else you want to leave him with? Guys, just go ahead and subscribe to the Twitter page. Go on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, at Locked On Texans. Go on Facebook. Look for the Facebook page, Locked On Texans. 
Go on Apple Podcasts. It's an app. You have an iPhone, it's already installed. Don't have to download it, and it's free. Go subscribe to Locked On Texas Podcast. Megaphone, Stitcher. Subscribe to Locked On Texas Podcast. Leave feedback. We like listening to you guys just like you listen to us. What what would you do if you were a GM? That's the next question I'm going to do, Cody. <laughs> what would you do if you were the GM? If you were not Brian Gain, if you were who you are, Jason. Jason, if you were the GM, what would you do? That's all, man. We just want to have fun and feed off one another. Am I right, Cody? Yes, sir. Sounds good. Until next time, this is John, some sports guy, Hickman. I'm the fun one. Cody, on the right of me. <laughs> Cody Davis, and that's Cody with a T, not a D. Get it right, people. And enjoy Texan Podcast and all that. Peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.